0: What's going on, listeners? I'm Nige. And I'm Key. And you're listening to yet another episode of Keys and D minor.
1: Today, we're going to be talking about our favorite songs that have been dropped, favorite albums that has dropped uh, since the last time we went on air as well.
0: And after we catch up a little bit about new music, you're going to want to stay tuned for a conversation with Sacramento rapper Greatness, who we've had on the show before, a friend of the show. He's got a new tape out, and he's going to chop it up with us about it. So without further ado, let's get into another episode.
1: All right, yeah, Nige, welcome back, man. What's going on, Key? How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. How you doing?
1: I am doing. I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back, and I'm glad to be talking to everyone again. You know?
0: Yeah, man. It's like free therapy for us. We haven't recorded in a long time, but uh, don't worry, we're here now, Key. When do you think, off the top of your head, when do you think our last episode came out? I'll try to guess. Today is June 12th at the time of recording. Man, it got to be like in March. Mm-hmm. What you think? Early March? Mid-March? I want to say like, are Late you talking March.
1: about like last episode or last time we recorded? Last episode out. Oh, man. I, I believe
0: like March. Yeah. Got to be, yeah. March 9th. Okay. <laughs> 2023. We got some ground to cover. We got, some, uh, we got some making up to do, and we're hoping we can, so, you know... As the season continues, we're going to talk about, you know, different things this summer. There's a lot going on in the Sacramento music scene. There's concerts in the park. There's great artists performing. The city's on fire right now. We're going to be talking to great guests all throughout the summer. But right now, uh, before we talk to our guy, Greatness, the first thing me and Key kind of wanted to do was kind of just establish where we're at. You know, we're kind of at the midway point of the year, um, just in general. But also, as far as the music calendar goes, we're kind of right there in the middle so before we get into, you know, all the different things that are ahead musically, we kind of want to make up for the fact that we haven't recorded since March. Right. And talk about some of our favorite stuff of the year, some things that got missed that are worth talking about. Yes, sir. So, Key, I just, just to start off, I want to ask you, what are your, some of your, give me like maybe two to three albums that came out, you know, since we recorded that kind of caught your interest. Already, I'm, I'm going to be
1: honest, there really hasn't been that many, but I would say, uh, The first one that I've listened to kind of like religiously has been The Great Escape. Larry June? Larry June album. Yes, sir. Larry June and the Alchemist. Um, I feel like we haven't really talked about Larry June as much as we should, but Larry June is probably one of my favorite rappers right now. All about that positivity. All about that, you know, uh, like if you listen to Larry June, you know what he's all about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he locked in with The Alchemist on this, which is good. The Alchemist you know, legendary. is a producer, legendary producer that um, locks in with different rappers. And I'm glad Larry June got a turn. I think, I mean, we can we can have a brief, you know, Larry June debriefing, right, just right. kind of about what he brings to the table. We're, we live in Sacramento. I'm from the Bay Area. Like, we already know. Everyone knows who Larry June is up here. Most of our audience, you know, listens to Larry June. But I think just the things we appreciate him, about him musically— we can talk about what do you like about the album first of all why do you think him and alchemist lincoln is so important
1: man all right so the alchemist like his beats like w- one of the smoothest beat makers out there you know what i'm saying yeah so just having the, the smooth beat maker match with that smooth slick talking uh larry june that just like a perfect combination and it just culminated into something like great you know what i'm saying yeah uh, you know, good
0: job, Larry. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> and yeah, bro, I think, I think you saying slick talking. That's I'm glad you said that because that's exactly where I was gonna go with it. I feel like Larry June is really good at, you feel me, keeping it player on the songs. Like right, he's right. not really out here, you know, like killing people bar for bar. Right. You know, he's not, you know, jumping over your head with crazy metaphors or you know, double time and flow, like a JID or like a takeoff or something like that. He's just kind of, he's just talking to you. Right. He's going through his daily regimen. He's talking about how he gets on his bike, he gets in his muscle cars, drives down the 101, you know, meets up with... Folks for brunch, you know. You know, keeps it healthy drinks
1: his water, (laughs) drinks his orange juice, has money coming in, he's riding his bikes. Like my man, he's on some player stuff. You know what I'm saying? Not really. People, you don't really, you don't really get too many rappers talking about how they shop at Whole Foods and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) like, he's just that clean. I don't know. Yeah, he
0: makes he makes music that we can you know pop in our ears and and live to music you can live to. That's the best way I would describe what uh, Larry June has to offer, and I feel like. Him linking up with Alchemist I feel like it's more of the same Because a lot of the times When Alchemist does these You know Rap collabs It is the type of artists We're talking about that real Right Those you know Gritty Metaphor heavy Coke raps Like those rappers Like that And that's all good Like it's a banger every time We listen But Larry June I feel like It was a, it was a good pairing Because it was right, those, right. It was those type of beats But it was just Smooth rapping and Then too crazy A whole lot of AAA
1: Yeah you know what I'm saying And then like The one song that I want to Point out on that Is that Art Talk With Bodhi James Yeah
2: Numbers. I was had Yeah. Five star trap spot. St. Regis Marriott. Art talk. Yeah. Basquiat. Never seen out a lot. Yeah. Real estate.
1: Two like all right. They similar type rappers where they like rap slow, but like Larry June is on some like some player stuff. And then like Baldy James on some street stuff, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that song together, like that man, that that's just pure art. Even though the song's called Art Talk, like that's what I feel like.
0: <laughs> I agree with you. I think this song gets a uh, or this album gets a keys in D minor stamp of approval. We both love it. It's in rotation. Uh, we got a game coming up later. I'm sure we both got a song on our on our playlists from, from uh, that, that album. album. Yes, sir. What else caught your eye, man? Um, I'm gonna say that. Into the Spider
1: Verse album that just dropped with Metro Boomin. Like we 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 just had a you know a whole segment about Metro Boomin and he just come back for the uh, the soundtrack of the Into the Spider Verse,
0: which is a huge deal to me. Right, I think that's a that, that's a that's a major deal because major deal. I mean, he's a producer. I mean, duh. But I'm just saying, like, for him to be getting that look, you know, we see we see artists, you know, be. You know be the coordinators of of soundtracks and you know black artists get to do it for black movies and things like that but people don't really know what Metro Boomin sounds like so for him as a producer to have that much pull and that much influence um, is incredible to me and you know just to piggyback on what you said you know we had you know if you go back into our catalog a little bit the Keys and D archives we have we're on record talking about how great we think Metro Boomin is so we don't have to you know Go into some ten minute deep dive on how good he is, but I mean, man, <laughs> I feel like this just adds to everything we talked about the last time. Metro Boomin, not just the beat maker, but Metro Boomin, the composer. Right. So, um, like the the from the sequencing of the album to just the artists he decided to have on there. Um, there's a song on there that plays at the. Um, I mean, I hope everyone by the time this drops, you better have seen Spider Verse by now. Right. So when the movie <laughs> when the movie ends. Um, the, the 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 credits roll and there's a song on there. It's the second track on the album. Um, I think it's called "Am I Dreaming?" And it has Asep Rocky and it has this artist named Rosie, which Metro. I think I think he met her and had just kind of seen her YouTube, and was like, "Oh, you're that person who I be listening to. Let's mm-hmm. work." And now she's on the soundtrack for what's going to be one of the biggest movies of the year. Animite made it otherwise superhero, otherwise just, just period. It's going to be one of the right, right, highest yeah. grossing films you know this year, no matter what. And Metro had an ear for that, right, you know. Right. He could have, you know. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just call in my, my sister favor, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna call in my weekend favor, get it done. No, he didn't do that. He goes with what's good music, right. or what people want to hear every time. He doesn't just chase hits, but he sure knows how to make them. And um, the, the another thing I appreciated about the album was uh, for the first Spider-Verse soundtrack, everyone knows uh, Sunflower, Sunflower by Post yeah. Malone and Sway Lee. That's one of the biggest songs ever made. Right. Everyone knows how that goes. I didn't feel like there was one of those on here, but I also feel like, like I said, the soundtrack is something you can play top to bottom. Like, I'd be in the gym listening to that or you you home clean and listening to that. Exactly. So he just made a good, concise album that fits with the movie and, you know, fits with the project, but it was also soft on the ears. So he's just, he's just showing what he can do. He's... He's, he's shown off at this point is what I'm trying to say.
1: Right. I think that was the biggest difference between both soundtracks because, like, if you think about it, like, everyone only knows that just, that one song from that last soundtrack. Yeah, but This one, I feel like a lot of people are going to listen to more of the tracks and in your opinion, do you think that he beat the, you know, soundtracks are trash allegations?
0: Um, yes. Yes. Because <laughs> this is a concise, this is, I mean, he, and, and again, he's just so, he's just so, so RC with it now. He, right. I follow Metro Boomin on Twitter and he put out See, even for the lead-up, right? Yeah. So the week leading up to the movie dropping, the soundtrack dropped basically the night before the movie dropped. And for the whole week leading up to it, um, you know, he was dropping, you know, Twitter art basically with whatever artists were going to be on there. Like, yes, you know, now it. announcing 21 Savage is going to be on the spider Like, he made it, he makes it cinematic every time. He made us care about the soundtrack as much, not as much, but almost as much as people cared about the movie. Right. And so you're getting, you know, 21 Savage dressed up in, you know, <laughs> Spider-Man gear, like, type yeah. art and things like that. And then he, he kind of teased, like, hey, y'all want this as a, as a vinyl cover? And it's, like, all the artists that are on it in different, like, dynamic, colorful-looking Spider-Man costumes and stuff like that. I mean...
1: I honestly feel like that was the best part to, like, you know, promote the album. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, this person is going to be on the album,
0: and they got his own little Spider-Man outfit. That's so clean. <laughs> yeah. So to answer your questions, things like that match with the sequencing. Right. You know, match with the artist chosen. Um, I would say he beat the allegations. We don't have time to just... Go track by track, but I mean, you'll you you'll hear some of the songs in the movie, and even if you don't, you know, know what those songs are, just go top to bottom, just right. listen to it. It Honestly, won't hurt.
1: They they flow so well, so it's yeah. it's like you're listening to the same song kind of sometimes. <laughs> K&D stamp of approval, Spider Verse
0: soundtrack, Metro Boomin. What Forget are that. Uh,
1: What are some of your uh, albums that you've been listening to?
0: I've been listening to the. Uh, call me if you get lost deluxe okay so tyler the creator dropped uh, one of the best albums last year in my opinion with uh call me if you get lost i guess was that two years ago now uh do i got that i'm not a tyler fan, so okay. i'm not sure well he, <laughs> a year or two ago he dropped call me if you get lost it was a great project um and then he dropped the deluxe the same day that larry june um dropped his album oh okay and so which one it, you listen to first uh well, I was on a run that day, <laughs> so I, I think I, I think I might have started with the Tyler, so that way when I got tired and winded, I could kind of just walk and stroll, right, with the sun on my face to Larry June. So that's how that happened, <laughs> but um that don't that don't mean it's, it's preference. It's just what happened, right, right. So um the Tyler Deluxe is really good, um it's about he added like six or seven songs, okay, that would have fit really well in the album, um but I think that. You know he did a good job making it deluxe because I feel like the length of the first project by itself is perfect so I'm glad he made it deluxe instead of making it you know a a 20 song album I think we've talked about that before Mm. too right there's some like really 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 classic double albums and 20 song albums like you know that are really highly regarded but I think in this day and age like I don't know if it's just it being the streaming era or what like even if it's a great project like no one's trying to hear like 23 tracks bro but Unless you, it's
1: Drake, not just long And even still, I'm I'm <laughs> not really with it. <laughs> you know?
0: Even from the great artists, I'm not like I'm not in love with that. Right, right. So um I'm glad he kind of broke it up. He had some stuff in the vault, saved it for later, and then he kind of can, you know, recreate the experience all over again. Right, right. So um I thought that was a pretty slick thing he did. And then also something worth noting on that, um, is you know, he drops he dropped music videos around that time where he kind of like to you know to promote the deluxe where he kind of symbolized that you know that was the end of whatever era he was in musically which is something I guess he's been trying to do with because he drops every other year so the album must have came out in 2021 because something he does is now every year every other year I mean from he he drops albums so basically from 2011 to 2021 is you know 2011 2013 2015 2017 2019 so um, he kind of like killed whatever this call me if you get lost era Tyler is in a music video and now something else would be new okay and i mean i i like that concept it's an odd numbered year so i would assume he has something coming out so i'm ready for what's next from tyler that's creative yeah and then i one more album that caught my attention was uh this janelle monae album let me let me not butcher i don't want to disrespect i it's not <laughs> the name isn't coming so let me get exactly what the album is called cuz it's it's damn good um while i'm yeah. looking for the title like of the album the, i'm just going to say of something yeah the age of the age of pleasure okay yeah okay and so um she um she's on she's on the cover she's you know kind of mermaid like swimming through the water mm-hmm. um swimming under a bunch of people that's what the album cover is and then i would say that um the album kind of goes with you know the theme of the cover mm-hmm. in my opinion like it's really given like it's like how do I explain it? It's like you're underwater listening to the album there's a lot of distorted sounds on it and okay. there's a lot of like Caribbean vibes, like afro beats. It kind of reminds me of like uh what Beyonce did with Renaissance mm-hmm. last year, but even but it gets a little it gets a little crazier, like it colors outside the lines a little bit more. But I feel like it's like the same like similar themes. Okay. So like what I think if you really liked Renaissance, which I think is like 90% of people on the planet that are serious, um, then you're really gonna like this album too because it's like that. I love it. Um, there's definitely gonna be a song on there that uh, I throw on my playlist later um, when we do when I when we do our little game. But yeah, um, shout out to Janelle Monet because she's been consistent now with just she's she's one of those artists I think people think of when they think of like oh this is music like on some high art right right you know right, it's right. not just like we throwing songs out like like something to drive to you know she's something. always
1: been like a creative artist yeah so. she's given a full experience right. I don't know too much about the album, but I would like to listen to it. But I know, the, like, the promo leading up to it has been really crazy.
0: <laughs> you want to explain that? No, nah, we're not going to talk about that. All right. <laughs> you want to get into this playlist game? Yeah. All right. So, basically, the idea here is we're going to go song for song, basically picking out a playlist for ourselves, you know, made up of, you know, tracks that came out since we last recorded. Right. So... Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Do you want to flip a coin for it? I don't have one. So are we good. going like song for song or? Do you want to just, actually, you know what? Let's not go song for song. Let's just kind of, let's just do your playlist and then do mine. Okay, I'm going to pick so out you a can solid explain, five. You know, like it's, yeah, exactly. You can, and kind of just architect us through why the, the playlist is what it is. Alrighty. So...
1: You gotta throw the Hillbillies on there. A song just recently dropped. Okay, from who? From Kendrick Lamar and Baby King. That's just self explanatory. Uh, you know, they've hooked up on songs before. Uh, cousins, you already know. they be coming with that energy. Coming with the energy. <laughs> Every time. Every time.
2: I lost the clock. Principles, yeah, I'd rather not. Messy, about to come in hot. <laughs>
0: Uh,
1: me, Alright. You- Second song.
0: Palisades.
1: Larry June. Big Sean.
0: Bro, I almost that almost ended up on my list. That would have been a disaster. Because that's the other thing we're trying to do is not copy each other, but we did not look at each other's list before this. Yeah, we didn't look at each other's list.
1: <laughs> I almost
0: I almost threw that on there. I'm surprised you went that, because you be talking about that Turkish cotton, which is I, the intro to that. I love Turkish I cotton, I thought I too. was going to be doing something, adding <laughs> that on my playlist. I dodged a bullet with that one.
1: But no, you, you got to throw that on there, because, you know, uh, Big Sean was sliding. It's Sean, Don, and Larry June. Yeah, like, come on, I'm now. coming very soon. Yep. Yeah, like, when Big Sean rapped like that, he's he's one of the best. Uh, Daydreaming already just explained that song by uh, No Worries. Um, All My Life. Oh, is that the J. Cole and Lil Durk? J. Cole and Lil Durk. Yeah, no, that's a good one. No, no, that one had a music
0: video to it too, right?
1: Yeah, I I love the kids on the song. Honestly, I think that was a great touch.
0: Yeah, I think that I think it even sparked a little a little Twitter debate, or not even debate, but just conversation about what some of the best songs are with you know kids on in the background, kind of like those. It's a hard knock life type of songs. Exactly. Stuff like that. So it's up there. It's in there.
1: I rather that than an interview, most days. Fuck them all like I'm going through a whole face You niggas can shoot out the whip like bro rage. I pray all of my dogs stay so paid, and the only thing to kill them is OH. All my life. they be been trying to keep me down. All this time.
0: It's on the list. And then, what you closing your playlist out with, though? Mmm.
1: I'm going to say, like, if I want to go a different route, I'm going to say to Summer from Cole. Uh, It was just like a little love letter that, you know, J. Cole made for uh, Summer Walker for her new little EP that she just dropped. Okay. That one was really like a heartfelt love letter, you know, talking about how, you know, uh, he sees, you know, Summer Walker out here, you know, shining, doing her thing. She just had a little baby, Uh, you know, she holding down the, the R&B game Her You know SZA and, and Ari Lennox uh, So I just thought That was a really
0: Beautiful You know Love letter So yeah I had to put that one on there You closed it out With the heartfelt vibes Yeah I appreciate that My playlist can be more different This is why we do this This is why <laughs> This is why me and Key Are each other's co-hosts We're like on some Like Batman and Joker We gotta <laughs> balance each other Out a little bit Cause uh, my playlist Doesn't end on heartfelt vibes uh, I actually Like I literally Made the playlist Like it's on Spotify Right now I'm pulling it up y'all Okay. So to start the track or to start the playlist, the first track, Float, uh by Janelle Monet. Okay. Um, it gives basically I already kinda explained what the album is. Janelle's in her bag, but it also is kinda like triumphant. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kinda, you know, get people amped up for it, but not too amped, you know? Right. Like it's not like we like we don't need to be on ten, we on like eight point two. <laughs> so you come in you come in feeling good, you're feeling <laughs> energetic, you're woke you're you're woken up by listening to it. And then while you're awake and while you're it's, you know, you're awake, but you're loose. Right. Right. And so then when you're awake, when you're loose, then another uh, another Afrobeat dance song comes on. Uh, This just dropped like a few days ago. Um, It's called Who Told You? Um, On the next on the next episode, we might talk about songs of the summer and whether or not we believe in them in general. But I think this is like songs of the summer bait, you know, type of thing. Right, Right. It's Drake, you know, sliding with an international artist on some, you know, on some, you know, Afrobeat it's wizardry really. They they cooking, they cooking. So, so
1: who's the international artist? Jay Huss. Okay.
0: Yep, so you got Janelle Monáe, then you got Who Told You by Jay Huss featuring Drake. Um and then after that, you kind of you kind of settle down a little bit. I got Hummingbird, which okay. is um Metro Boomin's yeah. uh Metro Boomin and James Blake from the Spider-Verse uh soundtrack. I like that one a so, lot. So You're, you know, you're still, you're still, it's light, it's light, it's good. And then it transitions. You guys, you guys got to listen to the playlist because it transitions perfectly into uh, Ocean Sounds by Larry June and Alchemist. Okay. Do you remember that one? Yes, sir. You know, you got the, you know, the stringed instrument. What do you, is it a guitar? I think so. Okay. A little guitar strumming. (laughs) And then after that, it kind of picks up. So then I got, uh, it's this song called Girlfriend, Boyfriend from uh, Tyler and YG, which I guess it, it was it, it was a demo track from like 2020 that they turned into a song. Okay. And so that's a little bit more upbeat. So you go from like the, you know, like the smooth ocean sound elevator music that Larry June was dropping off on that album. And then it's like, you got off the elevator and you kind of, you know, you move and Tyler got you moving a little bit. Right. one of them call out type songs you know the hook's real you know you could be my girlfriend girlfriend and you know YG you know all that follow on it exactly <laughs> follow, exactly. you shout that out and then hopping on the energy's good and then while it's good you, you, this, is, this is where it, this is where the energy peaks off at so the next song is uh, Let's Do It by Youngboy <laughs> so this is this is for the uh, the friends I got back home that be you know playing PS4 all day and you know watching his music videos on YouTube and all that right that's for them you gotta right. have something on there for them of course so that's I mean, why I had
1: to slide the little dirk in there you know what I'm
0: saying yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so that's what that let's do it is about and then I'm closing it out with that it's still it's still it's still, it's still a little gritty it's still it's the, it's the same lane of that young boy but then it's it's not as as sentimental as how you close yours out it's bread and butter right right on this track I said follow masterpiece yeah For them boys, I found out who my polish, and who was only with me because I had dollars. Never put the nigga, always, it real with niggas, never and always Sign us up, hire us. <laughs> we sitting here waiting. We oh can, yeah, that pl- we can play, we can play, we can DJ. That's that's what we got in our bag now since we was last on I know, right? We 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 know how to do that now. Exactly. <laughs> that's all lies. Nah, I'm playing it. <laughs> well, I think our playlists are solid. I feel like our music talks and music choices are solid. Enjoy the next half of the episode. We're gonna get greatness in here for you guys. So we're gonna take a brief little intermission and see y'all in the back half. It's getting hot, he know, heating up. It's
2: getting hot, eat up, it's getting hot, eat up heating up. It's, it's the heat check. This is the heat check. It's getting hot, heat up, it's getting hot, heat up. High. This is the heat check This is the heat check Pops told me be the man And I never have my hand out I ain't here to fit in Baby, I came to stand out Shit is instrumental When I'm drumming up these bands now Try to knock me off my track But I keep a spin route That's a detour niggas is the wheel
0: And just like that We're back You got my boy Greatness
2: A friend of the show Sir. Back on Welcome I appreciate it Um this is this is spot I really wanted to come back to since I dropped my shit. So well, we uh, appreciate I can't that. cuss, huh? No, you good? No, you good, brother. So you good. since I dropped my shit, uh, yep. I wanted to <laughs> come <laughs> back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, nah, yeah, fr- fr- that's friends of the show privileges right there, bro. But, well, we appreciate having you on. We're glad you're back. And we kind of just wanted to chop it up with you a little bit because we know you just dropped a tape. Yeah, so we know you just dropped heat check. So
2: yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like, like I've been saying, it's my my first anything since I dropped this year. Um, For a few reasons I mean I was Let me give y'all the uh, scoop I was I've been working on the album Like my first album Okay, okay. Uh, So y'all the first to hear this uh, And I haven't dropped nothing this year People might ask me If I'm still making music uh, Since you know how things go super fast Yeah Especially with social media So I'm like alright I'll take some of these songs That I was saving for the project For the album then just put them together since they all kind of have the same type of energy.
0: Yeah.
2: And since I dropped a, a social introvert, I felt like Heat Check was just, like, the perfect name. Yeah. Because that was, like, my most popular project. Okay. So y'all know in sports, if somebody's shooting and they just shoot again, it's a Heat Check. Heat check. You know See saying. if they still hot. So mm-hmm. that's why I called it that. Uh Yeah. Just four songs, quick sample. And... Yeah, just moving after that. Yes, well, to, sir.
0: Well, to stick with the analogy, then I feel like right now you're in, a, you're in the middle of a 20-point third quarter and the album's <laughs> going to be like the fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, you're going to bring it home. So you mentioned that um, the album, some of these songs are off the album that's you know coming up. Hmm. And I'm just kind of wondering, you know, did it hurt to lose them four songs that was you know, planned for your album? Because the album was going to be a, a big deal for you, I'm sure. So did it hurt to kind of have to take away from that to— to feed your bass, or is it just, that's what it is?
2: Um, Not really, because I made most of those songs in, like, 10 minutes. Okay. Right? Um, which sometimes, that could be my best song, sometimes not, but, like, music comes to me, like, super easily. Okay. Like lyrics, I can be just chilling, eating a sandwich, and I think of a song, you know yeah. what I mean? So... It kind of inspires me to go harder, you feel me? So, I, no, to answer your question, no, I didn't feel like I was losing anything from the project because I still got a bunch of other songs that I haven't put yeah. out. Right. So, oh.
1: my man, I'm heating up, that heat check, heat check, man. Uh, I love the, you know, the four-minute, you know, uh, EP that you dropped. Um, I wish it was longer, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you said you just going to uh, use more of those uh, for your— your album, right? hmm Those four songs that you said, uh, you know, that you lost on the album that you're making, uh, was it like, all right, I'm not going to put this on my album, but I still want y'all to hear this music, so let me throw it on the EP. Is that what's like the oh, yeah. process for that?
2: Uh, yeah. Um, like I said, I was about to drop a, a single. That was the original plan. But um, I started getting more and more beats that kind of sounded similar. Yeah. Um. And my homies made these beats, too. So that, that's a big thing for me, too, is uh, before the other projects, I was buying beats online and random people. Right. Now it's my homies producing my stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, that's my lane now. That's what I really wanted to get to. So that's one thing I accomplished. So I'm like, all right, let me, let me put this out. Like three of the songs were produced by my homie Till and run it up is produced by uh my homie uh mjb settled okay um so yeah i just wanted to group those together and then just push them out you know what i mean give give people something to hold them over because it's well we in june right now yeah right. A snack. Uh, yeah yeah, yeah eat eat a the streets. Snack, exactly yeah. <laughs> so that's almost I, I dropped it in may so that's almost a song a month right yeah So So I'm like, for lost time. Exactly. And then before Social Introvert, I haven't put out like a full eight song project in years. Yeah. I was always putting out these four uh, song projects. So I'm like, all right, let me get back to what I do and then just give people this. It's like summertime energy anyway. Yeah. Um, So I'm like, all right, yeah, let me just take this, sit with it for a second. Okay. See how it does. I, I noticed that, you know, your project,
1: like all bangers, mm. is that gonna be like the vibes that are you going
2: on for your next album? Like, Mm-mm. okay, <laughs> it, it's gonna be like a complete one eighty. Okay, um, so I'm still working on the the title of it, but I'm thinking about calling it "After the Function." After oh, the cool. function, I like that. Yeah, because you know people say after party or right. something like that, but I'm from the bay. We call stuff functions yeah, uh, so I'm thinking about calling it after the function, and, and it's gonna be. I like having themed projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that one is basically gonna be themed, literally stuff that happens after the function, or right. from the function to the after function okay. after party type.
0: So it's just not called that. It's you gonna really walk us through. Yeah. You gonna walk us through the front door of that party? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gonna walk us through the kitchen?
2: Yeah. yeah. How you slide in and then, mm-hmm. then the <laughs> stuff that happened the after through. the yeah. after party? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um. And so I'm after this. After this kind of dies down, uh, I just shot this. Uh, you know how people been doing the um, the mic like hanging. You know what I mean? And they rap like on the it. Or? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Like uh, the Bruce Buffer. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I just did one of those videos. Like, last clean. Uh, yesterday. That's why I was in Richmond for. And I'm about to shoot a video for Run It Up. Okay. Um, so I did a poll on like my story and everything. So I'm about to do a video for that because I haven't shot a video in two years. Um, so just giving a bunch of stuff right now, and then after that, kind of dies down if it dies down. Uh, then it's gonna be the switch like around winter time. I got a single I already done. Okay. With my homie uh, 93 Torrance, it's called Cocaine on the Counter, but it's not about cocaine at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. That song is pretty. What type
0: of function we talking about?
2: (laughs) 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 That song is about like being with a being with a woman that you know you're not supposed to be with, but you know you always have fun with that. Yeah. Okay. Person like woman for. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Literally, literally, and it's crazy how the idea for that song came out. I was at my homies after party. Yeah. And he Not just, function, he literally, and then he's like, yo, who, whose cocaine is this on the counter? I'm like, damn, that's a great idea for a song. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, he, was, he had a legit, he had a legit concern. Like, he yeah. was really
0: trying to figure out what was going on. And, then yeah. the, and isn't it funny how the artist brain, mm-hmm. like, how can I turn this into something? Yeah, like, <laughs> oh.
2: that's kind like a crazy. It was aspect. a one-off for literally. him. That's literally. That's really how
0: the artist brain works, though. It's like, for him, it's a one-off. Like, I really need, have a question that needs answered. Uh, yeah. And then artists, and me, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure just, out. How does this inspire the next thing? Exactly.
2: Exactly. And now, and now
0: that's the single, and and then the single goes into the, uh-huh. the fact that you was after the function when you heard that, and now it all just ties together.
2: Exactly.
0: I want to ask you a little bit about because it sounds like you're really ramping up. Mm. So how does it, you know, how does it feel kind of to you know get back in that mode of an album's on the way? I'm dropping, I'm dropping EPs. I mean, you're basically what you're saying is you're doing things you haven't done in a couple of years. You're not maybe necessarily uncomfortable with it, but. You know, it's been a while since, you know, music videos and songs and songs that lead to songs and, and yeah. collaborations and all that, so.
2: Yeah, um, and also this this performance I did on Oakland was the first performance I did this year, too. Okay. So everything is, I guess, falling in line right now. Uh, and it's dope because um, I've been working a lot. Uh, I work at the casino now, so they got me... And downtown, so I'm working, like, five days a week. Yeah. Right. And, you know, as a musician, all the stuff that we do is pretty much at night. Yeah. I'm also a bartender.
0: Yeah.
2: I work at night, so I miss a lot of the stuff going on. That's also what's been holding me back. But yeah. And also transition from, like, studio to studio, uh, finding somebody else to record me and stuff, so... That's another thing that played into that aspect. But, yeah, everything coming in right now, um, trying to capitalize off the the mistakes that I made or the opportunities that I missed in the past. Yeah. As far as, like, I drop a song. When I got that song on ESPN, I didn't put out a video. I didn't promote it like crazy like I could have or should have. Yeah. Um <coughs> But instead of taking that, it's like, oh, damn, I missed that opportunity, which I did. But um, I'm like, I'm not going to miss it again.
0: Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Now I know. So that's how I look at all the the losses I've taken. I'm like, all right, don't do that shit again. Okay. Um, So now with this one, just like he checked, people like, yo, uh, drop a video for this, drop a video for this. All right, now I'm listening. Mm -hmm. Because y'all asking me for it. Okay. You
0: gotta listen to your audience. If yeah. You, if you want them to rock with you, yeah. You gotta rock with them a little bit.
2: Exactly, because as as artists, we can be kind of selfish sometimes. Yeah. We want to do what we want to do, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. But you also like, if you want to get somewhere past where you at, you kind of have to get outside of yourself a little bit, and just see if what people are saying works. Right. 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 I mean,
1: so you know, you talk about. You know, you work a lot and, you know, you do a lot of stuff. So it's harder for you to, you know, you miss a lot of things during, uh, for music. uh, Like, you talk about how hard it is to, you know, uh, do the music scene still, you know, when you have all this, you know, these obstacles, uh, your life, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, so um, after last year, I was doing a bunch of like open mics and stuff. I stopped doing those for for the main reason where I'm always working and stuff. But I feel like I'm at the point, I've been doing music for so long that I'm at the point, like, now I have to go up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing I've been missing out on is, like, just the open mic type situation. And then there's yeah. all these, like, events where I know all these artists performing or they do, like sessions with each other like big like Wu-Tang type sessions or Dreamville how they did Um, my schedules the way it's set up they always do it when I'm at work yeah you know what I mean so that's like damn like I need this job because I'm making cool money but also this is what I want to do right Mm -hmm. you feel me so I try to look and see if there's opportunities where I can squeeze some time in you know what I mean um Because I'm only working to fund myself for the music anyway. So I'm like, um, yeah, it's just finding the balance for that. Uh, But yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think it'll work out for you. I, I would say between, you know, what you shared with us the first time you came on this EP and how you're explaining what it represents, I think whatever you got going on, I think the future is bright because... I could kind of tell, like musically, I feel like I could feel, I could feel the competitive energy. Yeah. Like even you know you making the type of music like, you like I'm using sports analogies. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I feel like even that alone kind of shows you know like I'm I'm heat checking like you you seeing what other people is doing in the league and you're like it's time for me to hear what people are doing on your team and it's time for me to get some shots up too.
2: It's like, cr- it's crazy you that know? you say that because that's actually what my thought process was. Yeah. Um, I'm like. Like I said, I met a lot of artists out here. I see them; they drop a lot. Like, mm-hmm. They drop a lot of music, and I'm like, "Damn, okay, these people bubbling. They getting their stuff. Like, not even though no hating shit. It's just like, like you said, it's just competitive nature. And I've yeah. been listening to a lot of Lil Wayne, watching a lot of Lil Wayne interviews, and that's all he How talks about. He was, yeah, exactly his prime. Yeah, He's still and, today. And he he cool with all these people, but he like if we I, if I jump on a track with you, I'm about to kill you.
0: Yeah,
2: it don't matter. You know what I mean? And it's no like bad blood. That's just yeah, and I'm a, I was an athlete as well. I played sports my whole life. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's just in me to like, all right, if we doing this, like, and that's just gonna make the song better. I feel like anyway. Yeah. Um, So I'm like, man, all right, they like your shit. Boom, I'm about to drop some shit and exactly. try to take your fans. Like, it's nothing personal. I still want you to make it to where you want to make it, but yeah, I'm out here. If they if they know. A Project by me drops. I want all your people, all my people to be stuck on my shit. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: And hearing you say that is real exciting because I mean we're all we all live in Sacramento. We're all in the Sacramento hip hop scene in different ways. Like we see what's going on. Yeah. Like like folks is folks is working. It's yeah. the summertime, folks is working, creating great opportunities for themselves. Like we don't even need to name folks because we already know. Like we all see, you know, you you know, follow some of the same people, mm-hmm. you know. Wanting to work with different folks in different ways, You we see work putting in, and I feel like there's no reason why, you know, you shouldn't be, you know, stepping in, getting them same opportunities. So I like to see you hungry at a time like this, as opposed to oh, that's the summer. Yeah. You know, let, me, let me catch a flight. You know, figure it out. I'll yeah. Drop whenever that mm. would be fine. Artists, you know, move whenever artists move. I don't want you putting trash out. Yeah. But I mean, we can, we can. You're clearly you're not putting trash out. Like you right. just dropped the C check, so we see we see you got it in you right now so if you got the if the, the creative juices are flowing mm. i'm glad to see you you know putting your name in the hat basically yeah. is what i'm saying
2: and and to piggyback off that it's like not only is it about like competition with the other artists uh, cuz that's not really what i focus on but it's just like i see all these artists getting uh opportunities at places that won't fuck with me yeah you know what i mean like if i go to places i'm not going to name specific names but if I go to places like downtown, midtown, I've been trying to get shows there, book my own shows and shit, and they, they don't even respond to me. But then I see everybody around me, they, like, pick them up yeah. for whatever reason. And I know I don't make the same type of music as them, you feel me? They like a clean cut, right? Yeah. Uh, not ratchet, raunchy like the type of music I do. But um, I'm like, all right, if y'all not fucking with me by me just reaching out to y'all, now I'm going to take the other route. Like Now y'all going to be forced to because people are going to be asking for me.
0: Right?
2: Yeah, You know what I mean? And then at that point, I will tax all of y'all who denied me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the type of energy I've been on lately.
0: You say if y'all Did not let, let me back? in, know, I knock? I'm going <laughs> <at> to <Exactly>. have <laughs> to kick that down.
2: Exactly. Go through the window or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make you come find me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: I like that mentality
2: yeah so I said and I'm and I'm getting older at the same time you feel me so yeah I'm like it's either now or never okay yeah
0: and I think it's now it is now right on yeah. all right well tell me a little bit then about you know you because you had that Oakland performance and if I'm not mistaken you got a Sacramento performance coming up too right
2: yep yeah, I got my show that I put on it's uh June 25th uh, Cafe Colonial, 7 to 11. I am headlining. I got okay 93 Torrance, Jakari Smith, she Nisi Martin, and Hala V. And uh I hand-selected all those people because they all individually have showed me a lot of love.
0: Yeah.
2: Um I fuck with that grind. And I'm just genuinely cool with them outside of everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just a vibe, their personality. Who they are Like we can kick it You know what I mean right. So I'm like alright And They had like Similar styles and music It's pretty much It's gonna be R&B And hip hop Okay uh, So it's gonna be Like a cool mixture uh, Half female Half male Just a bunch of people Who I think Are gonna be Future powerhouses You know what yeah. I mean So I feel like that's gonna And it's on a Sunday too So it's not competing With like all the clubs And Um other shows that are normally on like fridays or saturdays or something like that you know what i mean so it's a it's a slow day already not much going on folks can come enjoy perfect time so i'm i'm hoping and i'm i'm seeing it selling out oh love that yeah yeah so that'll be dope i'm excited i'm excited for sure because i ain't headlined it's been a minute yeah yeah Actually I did one last year, but yeah. <laughs>
0: that's still I mean for yeah. some folks still that's a minute. You feel me? Yeah, because, yeah. You know, and like, the hope and, is probably that you're doing it, you know, more frequently than just, you know, once a year anyway. So
2: Exactly. And I used to throw my own shows. That I started throwing my own shows back in like 2015, 2014. Yeah. But then the pandemic killed that for me and I kind of lost the drive for it. So this will be my first show back. It's a lot of firsts this year. That's my yeah. first show back. Uh throwing my own show since 2019 out here. So, yeah, I'm definitely definitely fired up for it.
0: That's exciting. Yeah. So kind of, uh, you know, just in that in the lane of what we've been talking about with you, um, and I feel like your answers kind of perfectly reflect this, so it's going to, you know, it's going to all work out. There's a few things from the A Block mm. that, you know, me and Key were going to talk about just us, mm. but then thought, you know, you probably have good insights. So now we're just going to kick regular music like it's not even – Hell yeah, you know, we could all just, we could all just exhale. <laughs> you know, you done not explain where you at in your career and what you finna do. I feel like you broke that down pretty well. So now we're just gonna you shake should. a little music. It's good. You know, like we be doing on here. So basically just a couple questions. Mm. So, um, you know, and we had just, we just talked about, you know, competitiveness and, you know, and hip hop and, you know, like the kind of the posturing and the and the placing that goes with that. Yeah. So something me and Key was gonna talk about was how I saw a tweet where basically, Somebody was kind of trying to, like, hand-select what the next, like, quote-unquote, you know, rap big three is going to be. And usually when you have having uh, that yeah, talk, that. you know, for our generation, pe- people is going Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. And me and Key were both a little bullish, not just because of the names they chose, really because they could have chose anybody. And I think we're just a little bullish on the concept. Yeah. And I kind of want to know what your thoughts are about, you know, that whole rap big three and who's the next generation going to be that's going to fill into those shoes. Can that even happen? Ooh, we... Can those three heads be replaced? Are those even the three there's Honest, all types
2: of honestly I don't think there's you can't pick. Right. Yeah. You can't, because they still on top. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I don't see Drake going nowhere no time soon. Same with Colin Kendrick. So you could try to say these people it's kinda like going back to sports, uh, predicting about Victor Wimanyama. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? They say he's gonna be this number one draft pick, but He's not in the league yet. Yeah. It's going to be a whole different ball game. So that's kind of how I feel about these new artists or artists that's already out uh, bubbling and stuff. You don't know where they're going to be next year. So right. it's kind of hard to say, and I haven't seen personally that, like, star quality yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's a big
1: ask. Right. That's something that we talked about too. Like, <clears throat> we don't think, that, like, you know, that anybody could basically replace those three. But, like, if you talk to some old heads back in the day, like, you know, ain't nobody better than, you know, uh Biggie, Pac, and, like, Jay-Z maybe or something like that. So I, I think it's really interesting to, like, compare eras and just, like, try to predict the new one. And I don't think that, you know, right now that anybody can match up to those three.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because it really just depends on how real you want to make it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know— <clears throat> If you take the red pill, it's all artistry. None of that matters. There is no real big three, or mm-hmm. no. Actually, I don't have colonate at all. I have future. Or like, oh, how about show some respect to Nicki? Like, you know, you can you can take that pill, yeah. and that makes sense. I'm hearing that because if you because did it work that same way going backwards? Because if you give me the two thousands, right? So between Jay Z, Kanye, Wayne, and Eminem, like who are you taking off? Like they they'll make it seem like it was always a big yeah. three. And then if you go further. I could say Pac, Big, and Nas, and that would be right. Mm-hmm. But then, okay, so Andre 3000, Snoop Dogg, and 50 don't fit into either of these decades. Yeah, right. Andre and
2: 3000, it's, my favorite artist. That's what I'm so. saying. Right. So you can't take it's that impossible. red pill and yeah. just
0: decide all of this is silly. Let's just see who the next crop is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like if you take the blue pill, I feel like you still kind of— a little bit stuck because if we are gonna go by those rules of there has to be a big three and the throne belongs to certain artists, like you said, Drake, Kendrick and Cole have kinda extended their primes in a way where it's making it's basically it's so glaring how much the next generation isn't ready. And I feel like this is probably the biggest vacuum we've ever had in rap. Because what is it, 2023? So let's say we're doing it by decades. By 2013, Drake, Kendrick and Cole were already ready Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Eminem, Kanye, and Jay-Z, and Wayne was hanging on for dear life, and you can still always have them. Like, who's your best rapper? Like, it'd be perfectly fine to say in 2013, like, Kanye's the best rapper, my favorite rapper. But in general, Drake, Kendrick, and Cole was coming with that heat to supplant them if the old heads didn't figure their stuff out. Yeah. Right. No one, like you said, nobody right now to me is coming close. Yeah, I mean, and me mm-hmm. and Key got artists that we like, and we can't even with our bias, like, we can't even fully get there. Yeah, Like, when people say, just because J.I.D. is in the same camp is coal for some reason, people always act like JID is going to, is like going to suppl- would take the coal spot, yeah. which I don't necessarily agree with, mm-hmm. but that's what they would say. Me and Key both love JID and Key really, really loves JID. I can J. see him, <laughs> J. okay. Like, we but, always argue about that. Yeah. <laughs> but we can see him, you know, taking that, that leap, but kinda, because right. it can't just be, you can't just be as good as coal. Yeah. You have to be able to commercial, you have to be able to sell stadiums like coal yeah. for 10 years straight. Facts. And then i I love little baby, and he I feel like he's been a good blend you know throughout his career of like good quality projects you know with commercial success but I'm, I'm I'm probably like the leader of the fan club and I would still say something's missing.
2: yeah, I yeah. couldn't even
0: tell you what it is, but something something like just something is missing. Yeah. it's like one more leap he needs to take and he's probably the, at the biggest of the new rappers if you kind of just combine you know all of it. Mm. I don't know if it's just like a presence thing or like. You know, because that's the other thing. Drake, Kendrick, and Cole—the people—it's not just the music. So they're, they're, yeah. I don't even really. Basically, what I'm saying is, I don't know if you can replicate whatever they did, and they all took three very separate paths. Very, and it's yeah. a con- fun conversation to have, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where we're going with that, so we just gonna have to wait and see who's gonna run the decade. But I don't think anyone's gonna have a chokehold like how they did Fact. this decade.
2: And with those three specifically, they all don't have a specific type of sound. Yeah. Right? Like Drake. That's probably
0: what Lil Baby's missing. It's not diverse enough. Yeah,
2: that's what I was thinking. Cause I'm like little baby. You got uh, 21 is up there making mm-hmm. waves. Um, what's Kendrick cousin name? King. King. King, yeah. King, yeah, baby Keem. Yeah, yeah. He King. he going crazy, but he kind of sound like Kendrick. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So it's it's like I think to be at that top spot, you have to reach everybody. Yeah. Like, cause if you go back to say Jay Z. Everybody knows who Jay-Z is. Yeah. Everybody knows who Pac is. Biggie, Drake, J. Cole. You could say that around people who don't even know music. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that. Right. But they know these names. You know what I mean? You mentioned Lil Baby, uh, 21, The Baby, anybody. They're going to be like, huh? Yeah.
0: Like if if you go to a Walmart in the middle of the country.
2: Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> <Exactly>. Baby Keem. <laughs> exactly. And Baby Keem, like. I just recently heard of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just coming onto my radar recently. (laughs) Um, That's that's not to say he's not going to get to that point or he can't get to that point, but it's just like hard to see right now. You feel me? Yeah. Um, He could. I think he has the tool. You know
0: what? I think me and Key both went to the, uh, we both went to the Kendrick and Keen concert. hmm. And one thing I'll say, what he's lacking, I think is, uh, well, one, the commercial stuff but i mean that i think that's going to keep coming i think commercial blow up him is coming soon i think the next step would be like really just kind of you kind of got to make those albums to to fill those seats mm. you kind of got to make those really like pointed albums not just good albums but like i'm trying to do something with this and i'm i'm digging deep yeah. you know his music is really fun yeah. he has some serious songs though but in general it's like it's like we having fun right so I, it almost feels like if he he's like the smart kid in class where if he starts clowning around Valedictorian
2: Yeah
0: Because what he does have He what I was going with the concert Is he has the presence Yes
2: like, sir Like
0: it was like We were both there I in, in different places too He went in SAC I went in Oakland mm. Like
1: the, the Energy was crazy The
0: energy was crazy It was like He he could have rocked He could have rocked Golden 1 and Oracle By himself However Kendrick was rocking it Like yeah. we are all there For Kendrick And we waiting mm-hmm. But like it was it was songs that I didn't even you know know from ke- ke- people are screaming yeah like a full yeah. and it's a and it's and it's you know Kendrick's audience It's not like a little small like you know it's like we not in Harlow's. yeah you know we are not at Crybaby it's it's Oracle Arena Golden One Center going crazy and, and these people are shouting and they know all the words and he has the stage presence to back it up it's not like just like the songs are good and he's a trash performer yeah he has what Kendrick has yeah. in him in that with that very specific thing like that ready for the moment yeah. so he just needs to you know. Yeah. Keep cutting the edges, and it's probably with Kendrick on his team, you exactly. know, that's probably that's coming you real soon anyway.
2: Yeah, but, I feel like having Kendrick, following yeah. Kendrick's lead uh, at his side all the time, that's definitely an advantage. Yeah. Right, it helps, it helps out their family too, so <laughs> yeah. family right ties. On.
0: And then just real, real quick, and then I'm going to get us all out of here, the other thing that me and Key we're going to talk about in the A block that kind of got pushed back to here is, so I don't know if you saw, did you see the whole like Frank Ocean Coachella debacle? Um, kind of. What was it? So, or, Key, Did you? do you kind of remember off the top of your head how we laughed about this?
1: So basically, uh, Frank Ocean was set to headline Coachella. And he did headline Coachella, but he didn't headline Coachella. So basically, he showed up. And he's supposed to have this, you know, super big performance. Like, you, we've all seen, like, the headliners for Coachella have, like, these super long performances. Like, you know, Beyonce and all them. Mm. My man came out with some slides on. He came out with a hoodie on. He didn't actually sing his songs. He let it play. He was doing karaoke. In the background. Oh. And he didn't have, like, he wasn't singing. Oh, yeah. He was just, like, rocking out to his own music like this. And every, like, first of all, didn't he come, he came in late. Oh, I yeah. think like an hour late. And then, like, people have been waiting hours to see him, and he just comes out and just gives them that, and it's like, all right, I'm leaving. Damn. But the thing, the reason why he had to leave is because he came late and they have a curfew, and, and if he wanted to extend a curfew, he's going to have to pay, and he's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what happened. That's the whole fair Ocean debacle. I think that was out of pocket. And that was
0: weekend one, and then he pulled out of weekend two. Yeah. So, basically, he blew, every, he blew everybody off, and— the reason I kind of wanted to ask you something about that is because, I mean, I know you're getting back kind of in that performing mode, mm. and I and I was kind of wondering that, like, where's the line, right, where, like, the artist owes the fans something and the fans, you know, can't get in, get too entitled, right? Because it's like, on one end, it's like, hey, man, like, the artist does what he wants. He made this music, but this is Coachella. Ugh. Frank Ocean hasn't put out an album since 2016. Your fans have been waiting for you. They've been flirting with the idea of you doing Coachella for seven years and the pandemic hit, so that's why you're doing it this year. Nobody's heard from you in seven years. There's people, I mean, I know people personally that went out into the hot desert with all them sticky folk that don't wash their hands (laughs) and was out there, you know, seven, eight hours listening to a bunch of artists they don't know for Frank Ocean and Frank Ocean only, and then you come on 30 minutes late. Your set is 30 minutes long. You don't sing any of your hits. And you're doing karaoke with us, like I feel like that's messed up. Even if he was, you know, you know, he could have been going through something. Something could have been going on.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, to just like blow it off completely, I don't know about all that. Yeah. I feel like that's taking it. That's pushing the line too far. And like, you know, we're the artists. We determine what we do with our art. You getting paid? Coachella's giving you a bag. We didn't. It's not. It's not. You. He wasn't doing us a freebie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't concerts in the park. Yeah. You got paid, and we paid.
2: Yeah. No, that's true. Um, damn, that's like a double-edged sword Right Because I mean, does does Frank Ocean really like doing music still? I would say like he Did he want to be there? I, I don't, don't think he wanted to be there so, Yeah, I yeah, think it's the difference between it.
1: like the performer and like an artist Like he probably like a good artist But he not like really a good performer Yeah,
2: because I never I mean, I never really listened to Frank Ocean like that uh, mm-hmm. To really know him like his personality through his music and stuff Brave. yeah. but just as far as what I've seen like you said he hasn't dropped a project in, what, since 2016 uh-huh. I heard he uh, wanted to get out of his label situation mm-hmm. he got up out of that um, so maybe he's just not really into it and kind of like was kind of like forced in a way or felt obligated for yeah. the fans but then maybe in the moment he's like man I can't even do it like, yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe I'm just throwing ideas out yeah, there. Yeah. I really don't know. Yeah, we
0: can't get in his head. Yeah,
2: but <laughs> as far as the fans, I feel it. Like, yeah, y'all want to come see him, but at the same time, y'all know how he's, his track record has been
0: Yeah,
2: of not giving y'all what y'all want. So why expect something now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it's a double-edged sword, but I feel it. Like, you want to see this person, you feel like you got a chance, and then they disappoint you. So, I mean— I don't know who's at fault or if that was right or wrong. Yeah, I, I don't know.
0: Well, for your sack show, I don't think you're going to do the mm-hmm. good people sacramento <laughs> yeah, like that.
2: I'm going to promote it and then just not yeah. show up. <laughs> yeah, so greatness <laughs> just wouldn't... Just take the money.
0: Greatness wouldn't do that to y'all. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate y'all having, having me. You on. Every time. Peace. With blessings.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was another episode of Keys in D Minor. Uh, Greatness, getting back to making the music We getting back to making podcasts We all gonna do what we can to Rock the summer for everybody involved
2: Yep, and we gonna get to the point Where we don't have to work again
1: (laughs) 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 Man, this shit bustin', 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 bustin'
2: It's Schwarzenegger. The way I'm roll running in L.A., I think my Porsche Laker. A professor in this game, make this portion major. Please take notes, because what I say, do you dorks a favor.